you are now tuned into the Live With Purpose show. And I am your host, Ashley Renee. And listen, family, you can find us at anchor.fm or even on Spotify. Download us and listen to us today or me today, rather, because it's just, just, okay. So nonetheless, we are back for another episode of the Purpose Junkie Chronicles. And I'm so excited to be able to bring forth this great an opportunity here. And so um, I want to, you know, let you all know where you can find us on social media. You can find us at on Facebook and on Instagram at Live With Purpose Show. If you would like to submit any topics, questions, if you want to submit a letter that you want us to read or Whatever the case may be, whenever I have a guest coming through, you can do that at info, LWP212 at gmail.com. That's LWP212 at gmail.com. And then outside of that family, you can always uh, share the broadcast with your friends and let them know that we are here broadcasting live. So this week, we're going to be talking about a number of things. We're going to break down the Bayelet Chronicles, uh, something that I'm actually a new journey that I'm on with that. We're going to be talking a little bit about being altered, the re- rebuilding the altar. And we're going to talk, we're going to get into the the, the, the the finer things of life. And then we have this great single that we're going to play. It's from Burning Bush International Ministries, Mass Choir. It's expecting the supernatural. And family, I want you to make sure that you are supporting all of those that we, um, we talk about, we share um, throughout the broadcast because they are awesome people. So without that, without further ado, we're going to hop right into the light on the word. So a fun fact about me, I tend to read a lot of devotionals that are geared towards purpose, uh, living a life, a righteous life, uh, singles, women, prayer, prayer. (laughs) And I came across one, it's called Rebuilding the Altar. And I'm just going to read some of it to you and maybe, you know, give you a little light of it. Because one thing I did uh, as I was reading it, it kind of pricked my heart to say, oh my goodness, like we literally have fallen off from where we were once uh, in our walk. Whatever the case may be, we have all uh, had a moment. So we're talking about being altered, calling the altered. And so we are, we know that we are known for giving altar calls. We're known for calling souls to the altar for prayer. And we have seen thousands touched trans- and transformed at the altar. We have seen tens and thousands saved over a lifetime and miracle after miracle take place and thousands run into the altar to encounter the Savior, and which is the greatest sight on earth. And we have seen some glorious outpouring of God in our meetings and our services, but yet we have abandoned that place of surrender and obedience. We have abandoned the real reason that we are laboring to the altar. The altar is a place of slaying, a place of uh, deliverance, a place of healing. We have abandoned that because no longer are we coming for what we should be coming for, but we've we've created a platform um, for uh, instead of us coming to walk in God's steps, we are walking after flesh. And sadly, we now live in a day when God would be treated as a stranger. And if he were to show up in many churches, he would ask the question, what is going on here? We're not preaching like we used to. We don't bring the word like we used to. We don't teach. We don't hold up the standard of holiness like we used to. And if we were to experience 
the transformative power of God, we would run to the altar. We would return to the altar. And when Jesus stretched out his arms on the cross, he was telling mankind, now you can have access to meet with God. I have now given you the right to have access to the Father. Jesus, his entire ministry on earth was established so that we could have direct access to heaven. Think about it. He lived a life just so that you can go towards the father. You can come to God boldly and ask him for whatever it is that you need. The altar is so much more than what we have deemed it to be. It's so much more than a place uh, where all the carpet is laid and it's beautiful. It is a place of slaying where demons and spirits are casted out and healing and miracle signs and wonders are to take place because of the altar, because of Jesus, we have a lifestyle to devote uh, to the renewal of God's presence. So once saved, we are always calling unto God and asking him to fill us up again. Lord, have your way in us. Psalms 42, 2 says, my soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night. And while they continually say unto me, where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone to the multitude and I went to them with the house of God and the voice of joy and praise and with multitude, I they kept holy day. Remember these things. I pour out my soul. We are pouring out our soul. We go to the altar to pour out everything that's in us so that he can fill us up again, so that he can renew us again, so that he can wash us whiter than snow. The altar experience, rebuilding an altar, rebuilding the altar. It's a vitally important uh, thing that we must do. And not only is the altar in our places of worship, but the altar is in our heart. The altar is in our heart, creating us a clean heart and renew us in right spirit. We need our heart to be clean and we need our heart to be renewed so that we can gain a fresh vision, a fresh perspective, a fresh passion, a renewing for what lies ahead. Because what lies ahead of us, we need to have all strength. He says, where we are weak, he is strong. But we have to all, we have to, to be able to say, Lord, I need you to give me strength, strengthen me. It's okay to to, 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 to to say, God, I need strength. It's okay to say, God, I need your help. It's okay to say, God, I need your direction. Papa God, I need you like never before. I need you more and more. Song simply says, we're moving forward because why? We're not looking back. We're looking forward. I'm looking ahead. I'm not looking at the ways of old. I'm not looking at the things that I encountered back in 1995. Matthew 11 and 27 says, all things are delivered unto me of my father and no man knoweth the son, but the father, neither knoweth any man, the father save the son and he to whomsoever the son will reveal to him. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, rest in him, knowing that everything you need lies in him, whether it's peace, it's joy, whatever you are seeking God for, know and believe that it's there. He says, come unto me, submit to me, obey me. I have what you need, but you have to give an even exchange. There has to be a grand exchange. There have to be some sort of exchange or words of things that show that I am accepting that I am 
a wretch undone and I need you, God, like never before. I need you more and more each and every day. Rebuilding the altar, rebuilding the altar, rebuilding the altar in our hearts, in our churches. We must seek God to rebuild the altar. And we must abandon our self. We must abandon our ways. We must abandon our ways of thinking. We can choose to crawl off the altar at any time. You can choose to leave from that place at any given moment. But nothing but our will keeps us on the altar. It's all about submission. Jesus molded submission for us in the Garden of Gethsemane, where he understood the price that he had to pay to become our sacrifice and our altar, even when the human side of him was screaming for a pardon from his father. We have to learn how to submit. We have to learn to lay everything aside to know that I need more of God like never before. If we are willing to put our lives on the altar, God will bring forth reformation in our lives. A personal encounter with the supernatural God is the only thing that will transform us. I'll read that again. A personal encounter with a supernatural God is the only thing that will transform us. And to be transformed by God, we must leave the bottom of the cross where the spectators stood and climb up a tree of forgiveness and using Jesus as our example. And we know Jesus is our altar and therefore we must stay with him. We must be attached to him. We must be tied to him. Apart from him, we can do nothing, but that is why it means that we have to abandon ourselves. An altar without a sacrifice is a piece of wood or stone without purpose. <laughs> so when we come to God, we have to seek him. We have to lay everything away. We have to ask him to remove everything that is not like him. And we must uh, 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 accept that we have flaws and we have issues in our lives. And we're going to continue to talk about rebuilding the altar. And we're going to be talking about prayer and devotion as the series goes on and on, we're going to make sure that we devote our time because I believe that once we spend time in learning and reading what God's word says regarding these situations or these uh, these things that we, we neglect to address, God will show us our real self and it will allow us to come back to the knowledge of God completely. So right after this, family, I want you to stay and stick and stay. For more of the Live With Purpose show here, wherever you're listening, whether it's Anchor FM or Spotify, we have some great, 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 great music coming up. And this is the Burning Bush International Ministries Choir with Expect the Supernatural. Keep it locked. Come on and put your hands together. Shall come, yes, he will come. 
Are you looking for that restaurant with that Louisiana Creole flair? Well, look no further. Louisiana Creole Gumbo, hometown favorite here in the Motor City. One restaurant, two locations. You can check them out at 2051 Gratiot Avenue in Detroit, Michigan, or their newest location at 13505 West Seven Mile Road in Detroit, which is one block east of Schaefer. One restaurant, two locations to please you. Voted best in Detroit by Metro Times in 2016. You can check out their wonderful menu. They have gumbo, jambalaya, fried fish, red beans and rice, and so much more. Check them out today, Louisiana Creole Gumbo, 2051 Gratiot Avenue in Detroit, Michigan, or their new location at 13505 West Center Mile Road, one block east of Schaefer. Oh, and by the way, Tell them that you heard it here on the Live With Purpose show with the host, Ashley Renee. Oh, and did I mention that they also do catering? Check them out today by sending them an email to catering at DetroitGumbo.com or you can give them a call, 313-944-3260. Louisiana Creole Gumbo. You've tried the rest, now try the best. Yes, that was Burning Bush International Ministries, where the pastor is Bishop Don W. Shelby. And listen, that song there, Expect the Supernatural, is available wherever digital music is sold. So I want you to go and download it. Let them know that you purchased it. And when you do, send us, take a screenshot, tag Live With Purpose Show. Let them know where you heard it first here on the Live With Purpose Show podcast. Alyssa family, I'm super, super excited. And so as promised... We're going to end our broadcast today talking about Bay Elect. And so this is something that is near and dear to me and has actually got its start two years ago. Um, I was on a job assignment and before I started, I said, I want to pray. And then I want to, I want to be able to write, write in my journal and I want to be able to get some things done. And so I did that. And uh, initially it started off as one thing and then God told me to generalize it. So then that's where the Bay Elect term came in because Bay Elect, if we look at uh, presidents or anything like that, whatever arena they're in, before they are official, they become another, they're an elected. They, they, they have to go through the swearing in, if you will. And I, I, took it upon myself to say that's the same thing when it comes to dating. Until that person is officially, you are an official item. That person is officially your husband. They're just someone that's in training or they're in the running or whatever the case may be. However, uh, everyone has a different dating um, style. So I would journal and I would journal and I would journal. And one of my, one day I was talking to my editor because I do have a book that is coming out. It's called Overcoming the Struggles of Singleness. It's for women. It's a devotional where we talk about the different topics um, that we kind of shy away from, uh, such as um, temptation, um, how do you say, comparison, when we uh, try to say, oh, relationship goals, but we really don't understand um, the meaning behind some of these things that we say. And so we talk about it, we tackle it, and there are some self-analysis questions. And she, uh, she saw my post and she was like, this should be a book. So it started off as posts and then we came to, um, the red and green flags of dating. And then that tied it in all together. And we know red flags are things or anything that um, is negative or not going to uh, cause growth in a relationship, or it doesn't look like the relationship is going to go anywhere past this point. And so uh, I'm just going to share maybe one or two, well, maybe a red and a green light 
Um, one red flag for me is inconsistency. And inconsistency is when we're not, uh, we, we don't do anything. We, 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 I hear barely hear from you. Um, there are times where we fall off and sometimes I'll be honest, uh, I may fall off under the radar because sometimes I'm extremely busy, but when it comes to dating, um, and this is someone that you're with, I believe that consistency should be from beginning to end. If you Whatever you did to get me, you're going to have to stay that way throughout the rest of this process because I need you to. And so a green flag for me is when you and Bailex are able to study the word together and he confirms things. Green flags are um, just the way that he treats you. He loves his mother. He respects his mother. And he respects you. and Or you've met the family. You've not been a secret, if that makes any sense. And so, yeah, red and green flags for me, it varies on the situation. And one thing I do share with my sisters is that no matter what the flag or whatever it is that it is that you're experiencing, always take it to God in prayer. Because sometimes what may be a red flag to us could really be something from a previous relationship that is lurking at the door. So we want to make sure that we're keeping that in mind. And so family, just like that, um, we have talked about some great things today and we want to make sure that you're following us on all social media platforms. That's Live With Purpose Show on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also check out our website. That's www.purposejunkie.weebly.com. And until next time, peace, love, and hair grease. I don't even know. (laughs) See you guys.